mess or is it just a hot in mess? a fun way in a fun way it's not okay. a hot mess the way that this movie is a hot mess oh yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know what i need to do is to to maximize my pettiness mm -hmm. what i need to do is go back down my timeline and from the very beginning from the second that this movie was announced uh copy every single tweet that i wrote and then as soon as it comes true just be like you heard it here first <laughs> sticky keys is always good. right and i want to get the tweets of all the haters they're like oh, <laughs> talking about and i'm I don't like even know where we are with this i have no idea what's happening honey today so was a on, mess. The, on the lord's day on the lord's day on the day of the superest of bowls <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Welcome, 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 everybody, to Beacon Hills After Dark. Um, we got some stuff uh, to talk about. First of all, of course, I am Sticky Keys, and to my right is involuntary permanent host, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi, Ethan. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I am currently also playing a video game at the same time. Nice. I, you have my full attention uh, mentally. So. Well done. And then to his right is uh, permanent and voluntary uh, co-host slash engineer, Philip. Say hi, Philip. Hey, everybody. Philip, what does your shirt say? Um, talk <laughs> to the guy in charge. That's nice. I thought it said talk to the gay in charge, and I was like, that's a wonderful <laughs> that shirt. Too. Right? Exactly. Oh, look at Ethan. I'll see you, Paul. He's got the little uh, the, um, three musketeers kind of hair thing happening, where it's just like, just, <laughs> it just graces the edge, defines the chin. And um, to his right, of course, uh, the messy maestro himself, <laughs> the the one who loves to come into a thread and just start talking without scrolling or anything. <laughs> Cole the wolf, say hi, Cole. Hi guys. Yay! And our little special guest for tonight, our Hollywood insider. <laughs> That's who I know. She's like, look. She's like, I don't think so. It's Jess. Say hi, Jess. Um, what is this messy podcast about? So, so this messy podcast is about a messy uh, wikia who made a messy video <laughs> that we're going to talk about today. First of all, let's recap some events. In the year of our Lord, 2022, Jeff Davis made a scouting trip to South Africa to scout for Eon Flux. At this time, we were also being told that the writer's room for Wolfpack started Monday. Haven't heard anything about that, but it started last Monday. Barely? That, well, I don't know if at all, because no one has updated anything about this. And <clears throat> so he was doing that, and then apparently they are supposed to start filming the movie March 21st. Okay, so we're going to back up a little bit. Uh, sometime late December, Jeff Davis d 
deletes a couple of posts. He archives a couple of posts, but um, not the announcement post and, you know, not anything big. And apparently, according to Paul, this is Paul Ray of Team Wolf Wikia, he says, oh, yeah, Jeff said that um, sometimes leaving those posts up can lead to toxicity. So, you know, you might see some changes around and blah, blah, blah. And it's just Jeff being his usual cowardly self. I was like, okay, whatever. Then we have Andrew. First, we have Tyler Posey. Right after the new year, he makes a post saying he is going to quit. First, he was going to quit OnlyFans. So then he makes a video on OnlyFans saying, now I'm thinking about quitting everything else and keeping OnlyFans. <laughs> and so then he he proceeds to delete his entire Instagram except for one post. And it's like pictures of his dogs. And in his uh, bio, it's like, you know, F the haters, um, I don't know, social media is what you make it, and I choose not to make it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, in this video, in December, he has this very short buzz cut, and he has this mustache and this beard, and I'm like, I know your hair grows fast, but this was the point where they were supposed to start shooting in January, and he was telling everybody that they were going to start shooting in January. January comes, they're not shooting, but people are still like, is, is Scott McCall going to have a buzz cut? Are you really trying to do like a season one styles thing? Are you trying to evoke memories of buzz cut Dylan with him? Or like, what's going on? It seems kind of weird. So then Posey recently makes another post. He says, never mind. I'm coming back to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he is going to be playing in this music festival that will be um, happening May 26th, Memorial Day weekend. So in this video, he is completely bald, like to the scalp, completely bald, no facial hair, nothing. So my thought is he's going to get a head tattoo or he's going to get a face tattoo. Uh, that I no. really think. I think that's what's happening. I hope so. And I just want to hear all those little posy stands try to make it sound like it looks hot. Mm -hmm, exactly. Because you know be they're going to try. But then it's also like, how is Scott McCall? Like, they already were mad at you because then it was reminiscent of when he got that tattoo before 3A. And I was like, they literally had to write that into the show. So you know, like, how are they gonna write your face tattoo into the show? Like, maybe they can, but we'll see what happens. So then someone notices that um, Jeff Davis has removed the Teen Wolf post from his, uh, from his Instagram. Now, mind you, people are like, oh, it's because people are leaving so much hate on it. First of all, no one was leaving any hate. Everybody kept saying, we're season seven, we're season seven. <laughs> and is Dylan going to be in the movie? But no one was leaving hate. And then, of course, Jeff promptly limited his comments. And so it was never like, oh, my God, it was just this unsustainable amount of hate that he received. And so we have Jeff deleting, we have Posey deleting, we have, oh, and then Andrew Matarazzo, who played Gabe 
in season six B or A. He um, deleted his post. Now he was handling the social media for the movie and Jeff's TikTok. And so he suddenly deleted his movie announcement. So of course, then people start asking Paul. And of course, the first thing I said was, oh, this this movie is not happening. Even more so than what I said before. <laughs> like this is kind of the coffin nail in this movie. So Paul, of course, is going crazy. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe that you guys would actually be so stupid as to think that, you know, it wouldn't go on just because a couple of people deleted their post. I'm sure there's another reason, blah, blah, blah. I'm just being generally terrible. He's been so ridiculously condescending the whole He's time. He's been so condescending. And it's funny because he does that thing where he just won't back down even though he knows he's wrong at this point, but he just refuses to back down. All mimics Jeff Davis yeah. perfectly. His whole, oh, it's a small corner of the fandom who's negative is exactly what Jeff says. Exactly. And the way that he speaks down to people who have like genuine questions yep. is exactly how Jeff speaks to fans when they have genuine questions. Mm-hmm. They can't divorce the question from who they think you are. I've actually been having a really uh, interesting conversation on my Tumblr today about uh, the idea of othering Scott based on his race. And so, you know, everybody talks about the trope of um, Scott is girl crazy and he's obsessed with Allison and, you know, all this other stuff. And so, of course, the aunties tried to come in and say, that's racist. That's racist because of the stereotype that Latin men are overly sexual and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, first of all, sirs. <laughs> I this need, is new. This I is need, like a new thing that they've decided to come up with. Well, it's it's one of the yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, if we're really talking about like the Latin Lothario and we're talking about machismo and all that stuff, you're dealing with a level of unearned confidence that Scott McCall just doesn't have. He's fumbling, he's a kid, he's you know, just all this other stuff. And so it just doesn't connect. There's not a way to look at Scott in the way even that he deals with Alice and that kind of stuff and being like, oh my God, he's he's ravishing her. He's, it's like, what are you talking about? Uh, so maybe with the whole Scott like cheating on Kira with Malia, like <laughs> I guess you could go there, but like it's but not that's, like... That's like, season that's five. Stretch. We're talking season one. And in fact, the yeah. the part they were talking about was when Scott went to Allison's to um to get the necklace and then ended up like making out with her <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> and that's where you can tell they don't even care about this stuff because some of the things that they bring up are slightly there if you actually know what you're looking for. But they exactly. don't because they don't care about it. Yeah. So, um, oh, but so, yeah, we were having this conversation and I was like, when you have him just be, when you say something like you can't have him be girl crazy because he's a man of color, 
what you're doing is you're othering him. You're saying that, you know, we have to put this person on a pedestal. We have to kind of tokenize this person. They can't have a normal experience because if they do, then people will judge them. And it's like, but you're the one doing the judging. How is that his issue? <laughs> yeah, when it comes down to it. And I'm just like, this isn't, you can't, say it's a race issue when it's not because then what that does is when they're actual race issues which teen wolf has plenty of <laughs> those get overlooked or what happens is you say well all those people are racist they don't get it and so if one of them talks about another racist incident well then it doesn't matter because they're racist anyway and they don't get it and i'm just like why this isn't it's not an argument it's not anything and yeah, what that was leading back to was just this idea that that basically the skin of your color can, or the color of your skin can make you infallible to anything. And it's like as much as I would love for that to be true, <laughs> it's just not true. It just doesn't work. So it's a complete misunderstanding of what it is to be a person of color God, because so you know that when something racist happens to you, you have to decide in that moment how many people are going to believe in what I just said. Right. And then you have to make that call like, is this bad enough that I'm going to like bring it up or am I going to, you know, bring it up? And then even then, you don't have people believe you. Exactly. And like, so to turn to use something so small. Just to get win some fandom points, it's just so disgusting. And it's not even sustainable points. That's a whole other... We'll, we'll talk about that later, because <laughs> Lord knows I could talk about that for hours. But what I really want to talk about is this video that Teen Wolf Wikia released this morning. So, is that um, your fault that I even saw this video? I am mad that I watched it, because... Why was half of the video Tyler Posey's uh, Instagram Live <laughs> video of him announcing the movie the first time? And let me tell you, the first 30 seconds of Tyler Posey's video was frankly concerning. He was like, so there's going to be a new Teen Wolf video. I'm really excited, you guys. I'm really excited. You're just like, what? But then, like, after a minute, he gets a little into it. But it's kind of like, you already know that something is shady about this. And then, already... real quickly, he starts getting shady with his own viewers. Right! It's very weird. <laughs> You're just like, okay. Uh, Jess, what have you heard about this movie so far? Um, I have heard nothing about this video. The only thing I know is that... They announced a movie that we all know is not fucking happening. That <laughs> this movie is not happening at all. I don't even know why they announced this. So, Dylan and, and Hecklin are not coming back. Like we all know this. So just, what? What was the point? So first of all, okay. So Dylan has been uh, mostly confirmed as not coming back, and. Um, yeah, and then Hecklin. Okay, so Bobo came back, Jr. came back, um, Melissa, Sheriff, that whole team, and I think work. got it. Yeah, exactly. And people who need a job. Yeah. Yep. And Sprayberry and ooh, is it Sprayberry on like fourteen different teen shows on Hulu? Or I don't know awesome what he's doing. or whatever the hell it's called. Or Something Freeform. like that. I think it was only two. 
But that's the, a no. The Rarity Row movie. Who's on, that and the... Who's on that mystery show on Freeform? That's a Freud. That's him. That's Freud. That's Freud. Oh, oh, oh wait, um, excuse us. That's yeah, Mr. Freud Madden. Yep. Yeah, husband. Madden. Richard. <laughs> it's Richard Madden's husband. I believe the rumors. <laughs> Did you hear about okay. this, Jess? Um, yeah. And my friend, who oh. is gay and very heavily into the industry, knows that Richard Madden has boyfriends. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Look, it I, can, I we, they could have an open relationship. We we talking about polyamory. It don't matter as long as Freud's first wife. That's all that matters. <laughs> he gets everything, you know, on death. That's right. <laughs> you all see that that like uh, I think it's the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable where Billy Porter was talking about straight actors playing gay characters, and Richard Madden's face was just. <laughs> Fantastic. There was some article and they were like, um, it was at that Channing Tatum photo shoot. And they were like, this queer baiting nonsense. And the, people were like, um, he is bisexual. <laughs> like, y'all better <laughs> give us Channing. Y'all better let us have Channing. I was like, you know what? Fair. <laughs> Go get your boo. And like, he said it more than once, too. So it's just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's alluded to it. I don't know why people are shocked. And it wasn't even because there are pictures out there or videos out there of something. Like he just said it. Yep. He was like, "Look, I gotta be me." Why doesn't? Why isn't there? Oh wait, okay. I hate the new YouTube. So Paul uh, decides to do this tweet, and. I want to see if Paul's still involved in all this mess. Oh my god! Thank you, Paul has been. Because someone, oh, oh, it was you, uh, Philip. You're like, is he with the show or is he just a fan? I'm like, he's literally been here, like, probably since the beginning, if not very close to it. Um, Yeah. uh, Well, the Twitter was founded in 2014, but I think before then he had the actual wiki, and he might have had a Tumblr. I can't remember. But he's been in it for a while. And I think right now it is his primary uh, source of income. Which is so wild. <laughs> that that's still a like, thing. You can make a job out of anything. I'm wondering how much he makes in ads on that site. Because there are a lot of like little tweens out there. Oh yeah, exactly. And they will click, 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 click. So yeah, they're ready. Maybe we should make one. <sighs> <laughs> the time... The time, right? Uh, okay, so then he says, "Where is it?" I'm trying to find. Oh, he was like, "I don't understand why these silly rumors persist." Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf movie starts shooting on March 21st. It's not canceled. And then he said, uh, "Just remember, when this video hits, y'all made me investigate." missing ig post it's not my fault that in the process i stumbled upon some new and upsetting information about tyler posey and the teen wolf movie upset. i was who like is upset? Hey. Oh. Mm-hmm. who is upset that's <laughs> what i said it's not even upsetting well yeah it's you know it's upsetting to the stands god bless him 
And then he oh, says, five of them? I've been told by a few of my sources to expect an official Teen Wolf movie announcement this week, but I've also uncovered what could turn out to be a major problem for the project. Oh, <laughs> I was like, who said battery allow? It was me. <laughs> and then it says my real voice. Oh, okay, so he's using the uh, the thing. So we watched this video. Okay, so a few weeks ago, Paul for now. Oh, there's so much. There's so much going on. For reasons unknown, Paul decided to let loose that Posey tried to ask for more money and was swiftly told no and then he's and he said because they knew he was gonna sign anyway and so he and so (laughs) (laughs) they said (laughs) he said man the only fans money ain't coming in like it used to help me They were like, we know you'll do this for a plate of french fries. Listen. Food services. They said double, (laughs) double animal style. (laughs) (laughs) So obvious about how desperate he is for any of it to come back. Like, he really needs to take tips from Colton on how to make it cute. He really overplayed his hand. And from being so excited but then it's also there's there's some more stuff to do with that because he had been so good y'all he had been so good he was quiet he didn't post nothing he didn't you know someone changed his password okay (laughs) he was like i've been trying to get in for weeks i got stuff to stay it's not it's not tyler o'brien why isn't it working um oh lord yikes And so, um, my God. So apparently, according to Paul's very reliable source, Posey still has not signed his contract. So he was like, I, I went back through my notes and I went back through the emails that we exchanged. And I noticed at no point was I told that Posey actually signed his contract. And then I checked on my source and my source hasn't said anything about Posey actually signing his contract. And I'm like, why would he say that? <sighs> like, I, I kind of believe it, though, because like, I can see Posey trying to hold out so that he can like double whatever Dylan gets. Oh, yeah. Like, really stupidly. But like. All that's going to happen is that Hecklin is going to ask for all the money. And Listen. there's going to be money for <laughs> And Hecklin's going to ask for all the money for five seconds. And for a five-second five cameo and oh. get it. Posey really doesn't will. have any bargaining chips. I understand exactly. he's the idol character. But you had Dylan, who apparently they threw a blank check at, and he said no. And then you have Hecklin, <laughs> who's like, Listen, I'm Superman. I don't have time to come over here and film these things, so you need to pay me what I want, and I'll give you a few scenes. Posey has been around for... He said, pay me. the show went off the air, and has been talking about how much he wants a revival, and he wants a reboot, and he wants a movie, and all this stuff. So he already looked desperate. So when (laughs) the movie actually came about, he doesn't have the ability to say, listen, this is what I want to be paid. Because Paramount's like, well... 
do you want to be a part of the movie or not? Well, and so herein lies the problem. And this is what happens when you do something cheaply. And this is what happens when you do something for clout and not because people are actually demanding it. So it is still in my estimate. And Jess, this is where we can use your expertise. Let me know if any of this is uh, feasible. So what, what didn't make sense and what still doesn't make sense to me is since Teen Wolf has went off the air, Jeff has had no more than five projects completely disintegrate, completely go belly up. He had let the right one in. He had all the all-female remake of War of the Worlds. He had uh, Eon Flux. He had a something that he was doing over at Fox that was like basically a carbon co- copy of another program that also didn't get <laughs> created and something else. So his only claim to fames are CSI, which he fumbled. No, criminal contract. Minds. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Thank you. I do that. Never get that right. He wishes he came up with CSI. I do it constantly. Criminal Minds, which their reboot is all but trash too at Paramount Plus. So I'm like, dang. And everyone's. Oh, no lie. <laughs> I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah. Um, yeah Padgett Brewster was like, she was all excited and she's like, and so um, he has he has that and then Teen Wolf. In what world is someone with that track record able to go to Paramount and get not one, not two, but three projects greenlit? Three entire Wait, does projects. Does he have three projects? Does he have three Wolf projects? Pack, Wolf Pack, the Teen Wolf movie. And Eon Flux. This Were is these what... in the trades? <laughs> if, it wasn't, if it wasn't in the trades, it ain't real. So, um, Teen Wolf movie was in the trades. And in the byline, it keeps saying, and along with this, Jeff uh, Davis is also... Uh, you know, uh, it's being said he's also producing these other projects. However, there's been no official announcement, as far as I can tell, in the trades for these additional projects. If it's not in the Hollywood Reporter variety or deadline, okay, first off, studios themselves plant those stories. And they plant those stories when they're full on going to do them, Mm -hmm. when they're real. So if you haven't read it in The Hollywood Reporter or Variety or uh, Deadline, it ain't happening. And if they just casually mention in the trades that, oh, he had these other things lined up, that's just filler. They don't know that for sure. If that's and that's exactly like, what it sounded like was filler. So, But there ain't no way, especially given that Discovery is about to buy Warner Brothers. Thank you. Okay. Oh. Keep talking because this is wild. <laughs> Go ahead. So when companies merge it, everybody gets fired and projects get, you know, just dismantled. That's what happened at Fox when Disney bought Fox. So wait, before you go. So this is another caveat. And this is what I'm wondering about. And um, because Jeff had a five project 
development deal with Fox. Now, the president of Fox used to be the president of MTV, so him and Jeff are super close, which is the only way that I think that Jeff got this deal. <laughs> but two of the projects went nowhere, but he still developed them, whatever. I'm sure he still got his check, which means he had three projects outstanding, and then the, the split happened. So do you think those projects just went away? Or was this their way of kind of folding it over? But I don't, I don't know how any of that would work. Well, Disney is military style when they do business. So when they bought Fox, they probably were like, let's see what you got lined up. This will keep, this will get rid of. This will keep, this will get rid of. So he probably, his projects probably got rid of. That's okay. probably what happened. Like Disney was just kind of like, and also though, even though Disney is very militarized in how they do business, they're not doing a good job of handling Fox right now because yeah. Fox's content is very different from Disney content. Um, they don't know how to do adult-style films and television just yet. I don't know how Jeff has these projects lined up. I don't. I don't think he does. I think this is this. These are all lies. Well, so I was gonna say, how does somebody like that with that track record and that like um, reputation infamy? Um, get these projects in the first place. Illuminati. Well, I was thinking, like, he has dirt. <laughs> yeah, he's either, honestly, like, worst case scenario, he has dirt. Best, like, you know, best case scenario, Illuminati. he's just a really good salesman. He's just a really good salesman. Mm, he I knows see, how okay. to pitch. He interviews then, well, but he can't deliver. Yeah. Right. So, so, I just looked... Or he knows somebody. Somebody's a homie. Somebody mm -hmm. at the top is a friend. Well, yeah. And so the Fox thing, definitely, I can't figure out who the contact of Paramount would be um, or kind of what their background is. But I just looked up all the trades and it they keep saying MTV's Teen Wolf to return with movie and then um, plus new series. And so, first of all, as when Jeff keeps talking about the series, he keeps saying that it is not going to be in the Teen Wolf universe, that it's not going that's to so be part stupid. of it. I said, that's the most. That is not, and so that's dumb. not in his best interest. At all. Not do. Which Especially given everybody's trying to have their own fucking universe exactly. now. Exactly. And this would be the so time to do, do it. And I'm like, but this is what let me know that Jeff is not does not want to do that. <laughs> Jeff doesn't want to do Wolfpack. He wants to get paid to do Wolfpack. And he wants the money to use towards Eon. I Right now, I think that he wants to do Eon, Eon Flux, which, technically speaking, would be a fantastic deal for him. Um, for, um, Eon Flux, like that cartoon that was on MTV? Yes. That they made a movie out of with Charlize Theron already? Yeah. Mm -hmm. First off, like, who is that for? Because I don't know anybody under 40 who's going to go see that. But that's who it's for. Exactly. Just, I was just about genetics. to say, it's for nerds like Jeff. Exactly. And that's why I think that he wants it. So, plus, Eon Flux, they're all bottle episodes. She dies at the end of every single one. If he stays true to that, especially in a live action format, that is right up his alley. Because Jeff, he hates everything yes. about like sci-fi fantasy. But he hates continuity more, and he hates getting <laughs> bored. <laughs> 
and he hates having to deal with normalcy of everyday life and character building and development. Give him a show where he can write a new show for every single episode. That is him. That's yeah, where he, he thrives. Good at episodic stuff. I have so many different theories and thoughts for why this is happening. Um, first of all, it wouldn't be a Teen Wolf project without abject messiness at the at the start, middle, and end. And this is going to come to an end of some sort. I feel like he learned absolutely nothing from the special effects costs in every season of Teen Wolf. And now he thinks he can do Eon Flux. Yeah. He went to Besides South Africa. Why are you attracted to this project? I think it's something that he can do. I think that that's his wheelhouse. And he's like, and if I can do it, I can get paid for it. And I think, honestly, that's all he cares about. I think he's he just going to be a showrunner. Maybe he just needs to be in a writer's room for, like, another project and write, like, one or two episodes for something. He, 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 his pride won't he's let not him. Gonna do that. He's already, been so, he's already been the head gay in charge. He does yeah. not want to go back to being a staff writer. But he failed. <laughs> not according to him though not according to him is not that popular like i don't hear people talk about it yeah exactly. unless i'm following somebody who has already seen it mm-hmm. yep. like it was popular for until like 2014 and then it started to slip and it was not memorable enough that people continuously like rewatch it or like where, you know how like a show will like keep an audience for a really really long time after it's over. That's that's not this show. Well, I think they still try to pretend to blame because that of it's Jeff. The vamp- yeah, I feel like they still try to pretend it's like the Vampire Diaries, but the yeah. Vampire Diaries continued with the originals, and then now with what's the new one called? Legacies or some shit. Yeah, yeah legacies. legacies. Yeah. So yeah, you you deal with that again. This is why. So this is why. It is insanity that Wolfpack is not connected to Teen Wolf. Because if you want to reestablish your brand and you want to gain new viewers, you connect them. And then in five more seasons, then you go back to the original crew and then you bring them back. But this five years after a finale that petered out, like they have what, 600,000 viewers for their finale. And that jumped from the episode before that had like 350,000 viewers for a finale of a TV show. And you want to do a reboot of that four years later, like to this or five years later to the point where when people talk about Teen Wolf, they still talk about Michael J. Fox. And I'm like, if you aren't even able to usurp that, (laughs) except in a very, you know, niche way, something's not right. And I think that Jeff thought that he had cult status, like with community. Yeah. But I'm like, community is on, was on NBC. Community was a huge show and it got a cult following because even though Dan Harmon is a hot mess, he was a talented hot mess and his fans loved him. And he knew how to interact with his fans and, you know, all that stuff. I it's, feel like it would be so easy to just have five freshmen werewolves from different packs who got eliminated joined together by scott and then melissa takes care of them oh this is the other issue we have heard about uh these teen wolf people who are involved in this movie i haven't heard about any other casting 
any other casting. We still don't even know if the script is really done <laughs> or even fully it's written. So totally not. It, yeah, no. it literally can't be. And like I the themes are campaigning. The themes are like, so funny. Like even though like I think they know they're not going to get Theon, but like they're just campaigning for them to both be in the movie. Oh no, they don't and know like, that they're not going to get Theon. They want Theon. They, they keep know spreading it. this this story about how Jeff said that there was supposed to be a Theon elevator kiss, and I'm like, darling, Jeff never said this. I refuse to believe that posteric <laughs> Jeff said anything about a gay couple doing anything that he didn't I write. Think he, I think he said something like. Oh, yeah, if those characters were different, you might expect a kiss there or something like he that. He said something like, oh, I should have thought of that or something like that, where it's like... And that was their death you knell. You don't care. That was like, their death knell. As soon as he said, I should have thought of that, that means, oh, that will never, ever happen. Right? As as you, no, the death knell was as soon as you told him that you liked a pairing that he did not think Yes! <laughs> like, say goodbye. <laughs> the song is over, say goodbye. But yeah, it's a hot mess. Oh, but anyway, like they don't—they don't, even, don't even know whether Cody's going to be in it. And I'm like, Cody. they haven't talked about Cody. They haven't talked about Sprays. Like, well, no, Sprays is apparently on board. So says he. I know. Sprays just likes to work and get paid. He don't Listen. care what it is. That's why he's been playing a teenager for what seven years now. But I mean, he's been a teenager for seven oh, years. That's right. that's I forgot he was 18 and Jill was out of pocket on Instagram. Oh, no, no, no. That was that was Ian Nelson. And that's a whole other thing. Sprays was like 15 when he joined Team Will. 15 or 16. It was completely inappropriate. <laughs> they were wild. So um, I think, honestly, what happened was Jeff got in the room and with um, someone and was just kind of like, hey, HBO's bringing back Gossip Girl and True Blood and Pretty Little Liars. All True Blood's coming back? Yeah, True Blood's coming back. It's really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, all these teen shows are coming back. Every, all, everybody who watched these when they were kids, they're adults now, so let's, like, reboot it and, like, for the new generation. And Teen Wolf was big, so let's do it. And they were just probably like, well, how, are, can you get Dylan and Hecklin back? Um, can you get so and so and so and so and so and so back? And he's like, Yeah, most definitely. Like, I could totally talk these people into coming back. And he, no. Romp, romp. no. I don't believe, like, Dylan hit ignore on that phone call. And Hecklin was like, Don't even call me unless I see a check first. But like, see, this is, this is the hubris of Jeff Davis because so many events leading up to this announcement would have told you instantly that Dylan was not going to be involved. F starting with the interview that he gave where he said, oh, there's a Teen Wolf reboot. I will not be in it. <laughs> you know? And people are like, oh, he was just kidding. He was just kidding. No, he wasn't kidding. And then he um, went on that reunion. He was like, my, my, my heart uh, li lives and dies with Teen Wolf. And uh, uh, I, I, I would jump at the chance to do anything with that. And we're like, now he's lying. Do you see the difference? <laughs> <laughs> because one was definitive <laughs> and the other was all over the place. I'm like, like 40 minute in reunion is what fucked Jeff up, is what made him think, oh yeah, like these guys had a great time on my show. They'll come back. Like, no. It's like, no. nah, honey, they weren't there for you, boo. They were not there for they you. Not on my 
it's like Dylan bankrupted him bankrupt and yeah. then regretted it. Exactly. Dylan said, I'm at never in At the most, I think he'll get Hecklin back for a couple scenes, but Hecklin's going to eat up their fucking budget. Hopefully. Well, so, okay, so here in, another issue. First of all, when they announced the show, I really do think that they promised that the movie would start filming before the end of the year. Originally, Posey was telling people December, then that changed January. Now it's at March. So already we have a problem. And then, of course, uh, Jeff had Will Wallace come from Atlanta. He was, they were supposed to be working on the script for three weeks. Uh, Will ended up staying there for six weeks. <laughs> so, and I still don't think that the script is done. So, why are they announcing dates with any, without anything concrete? Like, when they do stuff like that, that's when they're attempting to bully actors into working in the project. Ding, ding, ding. 100% what I was thinking, yeah. Because I know Marvel was doing that with Tobey Maguire, with those, this latest Spider-Man. He yep. was holding out for whatever reason. I think it was more money. Them announcing dates without anything concrete is them just publicly trying to pressure and bully whatever actor it is to either say yes or sign something. It is the problem, that. Though, oh, go ahead, Co. The problem, though, is that that I feel like that only works with like big stars that are doing stuff or not doing stuff. Like Hecklin was already doing something. Dylan was already doing stuff. So trying to guilt them to come back is not going to work with them. Well, especially not on that timeline. And so, and I was like, I'll tell you exactly why. Because the first delay happened when after Posey told a fan, oh, Dylan's definitely coming back. After Colton told a fan, oh, Posey, uh, Dylan's definitely coming back. He would come back for free. And I'm like, Colton, why would you ever open your mouth to even say that? Like, you know, no, you wouldn't come back for free, homie. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> and you need the money. It's I don't so... know if you thought it was a good idea to not get Arden confirmed before they started any of this and then think it's going to look good. The way they ended things with her, Misplaced they needed her hubris. on the beginning. It was hubris in like uh, uh, the reunion. The, I think that I think you're exactly right. I think the reunion blew up his head even more so that he couldn't even see beyond the facade. They literally had a thing where Dylan was like, didn't they leave you in the desert? And she's like, yeah. And you could just see her like her face just crack. And, and like, then okay. in the middle of like a major Asian hate awareness. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're just going to screw over again in public. What was that, Jess? The that reunion just okay so wait you mean the reunion that colton was not invited to that heckman was not invited to (laughs) that okay that reunion blew up jeff's head um the wrong way but how does he how did he not see that that was just pandemic work that was just actors trying to get their face and some acknowledgement out during the pandemic that wasn't necessary everybody being like yes let's come together for a team of reunion it was like nah um let's do some pandemic pandering like um what did i watch what was that mess wait oh, wait the entire... oh go ahead go what? ahead go ahead when the entire cast of scott pilgrim um read the script <laughs> via um zoom right. 
That's all it is. That it's pandemic work. That's all that was. It was like, oh, we can't officially be on a set. We have to be six feet away from each other. But I do need some PR, some press, some recognition, some, you know. So so speaking of so this is another reason that I am that I have been leery about uh, this thing, because even though it was in the trades, the other thing that was in the trades was MTV announcing a new series called MTV Reunions, where they would go through iconic class and bring them back for a reunion, starting with the Teen Wolf cast. We got Teen Wolf. The end. <laughs> There was, there has no, not did, been another the real episode. World. They did the first real world. Not as, no, that was, that was for real world. That wasn't a part of reunions. So MTV was doing like a reunions thing with all their scripted programs. Is what they said. Okay. And then you have to ask, A, what scripted programming? And B, <laughs> like, where are the other episodes? Oh, do you think Colton got, like, left out of the reunion because he didn't invite Posey or Jeff to his wedding? I wondered about that, too. My other thing was that I think that every time they had someone drop out, they had to get, then go and rethink the script. Because it, it just doesn't make sense that you announce a movie before you talk to the entire cast. Because exactly. some of the cast knew about it, but most of them did not. <laughs> and the fact that these people are wondering because you had like Crystal Reed being like Teen Wolf movie it's coming can't wait it's just like are you, you're dead you're sick. dead girl like, I mean I know we could do flashbacks but are you I just I don't know how you start having a conversation with Shelly about the Teen Wolf movie oh before God. Dylan has even confirmed yeah because he knew he didn't have Dylan in the bag so they made all these announcements and, and set all these dates, hoping that they'd at least, at the very least, get an excited tweet out of Dylan, and they didn't get that. No, I got him to Shady. Like, who convinced Dylan? Wait, say what that again, Cole. Cole? I think Jeff thought he could convince Dylan. I think he thinks that he has a hold on Dylan the way that he has a hold on, like, Colton and Hecklin for some reason. Um, and what I love most of all, though, is you know, one hundred percent, Dylan had all of his talks go through his management, go through his team, and he was like, "I don't know what happened. Just, just call my team. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out." <laughs> and he was like, "Off to New York." <laughs> Paul, Paul did say that apparently Dylan was in one of the calls, like one of the yes, many calls right. that they had. I want to, like, I wish I could hear. Oh, and I know Dylan someone. I know someone has tape recorded evidence of that conversation and i want to hear every word oh you know it was savage Wait, what call was dylan on what are you talking about so apparently according to paul's very specific resource dylan was on one of the negotiating calls with his along with his team and so this is the point where they're basically they're offering him a free check they're saying you know we'll give you all this other stuff and um just to do this film and he was like no thank you I think they forget that almost the majority of Dylan's fan base doesn't care whether he's in Teen Wolf or not anymore. Like they don't, they don't get an, they don't get offended by Dylan not liking Teen Wolf. Well, right. so you know, there's all these rumors of him being Nightwing, 
And I think a lot of people were assuming that he, you know, turned down the Teen Wolf movie because of Nightwing. Now, Michael Keaton has actually been spotted in Scotland and there's still, Dylan is still very much in LA. So we still don't fully know what's going to happen with that. Um, but we, this timeline. So Hecklin is going to be in Vancouver shooting Superman until the uh, 21st of April. And that is the third week of April. Now, wait, hold on, I'm sorry. Is he still shooting season two or is he shooting season three now? I feel, well, season two is airing, but I'm wondering if it's right. split season. Do you think it's one of those? I don't know exactly what they're doing. I hope not, because I was hoping they would learn one of their lessons from the first season, which is that your seasons are too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they but, got all however many episodes because, um, yeah, even though see, the episodes that are airing now, they shot in last October or whatever, October, November, yeah. whenever he went back. And so he is supposed to be shooting until the 21st. And then Ian goes back to uh, Yellowstone in May, um, probably around that first week of May. So mad that show gained all this popularity during the pandemic you know that is why he is acting a fool you know what's crazy no. is that you would think in the fight between big sky and yellowstone that maybe yellowstone would be the more progressive and big sky is the more progressive of those two and i was like how oh yellowstone i can't stand it so they want to start March the 21st. We know Hecklin is indisposed until April 21st at the very earliest. And then Ian is gone in May. Can they shoot this? I don't understand how the shooting schedule will work. Because what this tells me is you're not going to start March the 21st. You're going to start April the 7th. So that you can actually get Hecklin. And I understand the idea of like, oh, if he's just showing a cameo, we can shoot it later. But the way Jeff works is so linear. I don't see him be able, being able to do that convincingly. You know what I mean? Being able to kind of slot in a performance <laughs> later of Hecklin in front of a green screen <laughs> through Zoom. Stacey, why are you troubling yourself about a project that's not happening? I, well, I, you know, I've been saying, happening. I've been saying since Jump Street, but I just, I'm just, I'm shocked at the number of people who really are like, yeah, of course it's happening. You're just like, really? Why do you think that? <laughs> you know, they're like, well, why do you think that this is a thing? And then um, my also... This is going to sound crazy, but I think that it has some merit. So HowlerCon is going to be in June. and It's, ha it's still on right now? You're right now, it's still on. And they were like, we will stop at nothing. And I'm like, okay. And um, all these people, okay, Ian assigned, so-and-so signs. So people are like, what about Hecklin? What about Hecklin? We already know about Dylan. What about Hecklin? And they're like, Hecklin is doing his best to work it out. And they're like, okay, but has he signed, though? He is doing his best to work it around his schedule. Yeah, but has he signed, though? Hecklin said that he will try to see what his schedule permits. That tells me one of two things. 
Hecklin doesn't want to be in it, <laughs> but Hecklin would also like future opportunities <laughs> in case another check is involved when he does want to do it. So what he says is, I'll try my best so he doesn't look like a jerk, but then he's like, I'm Superman. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm Superman. I couldn't do it. My bad. My bad. I love y'all. Give me that money. And so I think that, um, I think he's playing games, which I really, really do enjoy, but they're both going to be at HowlerCon. You, this movie either has to be in the can before HowlerCon or shooting has to be postponed till after HowlerCon. And people are like, well, HowlerCon's not that big. For them, it's big. And it's going to be their last big um, stateside kind of free promo for this movie. Because if you can get all those people excited about the movie and then you go tell other people then, you know, it builds the same way that Team Wolf built in the first place. And so I... It becomes I'm... a mass spreader event. Oh, wow. Hmm? <laughs> it becomes a mass spread event. So, like, you know, that well, only adds to the promo. Teen Wolf fans brave the coronavirus to go see. I will say they did cut down um, a lot in terms of the attendance. And I am, Lord, they're already talking in California about lifting these mandates. And um, they're saying that it should abate by April, like the severity of the Omarion. And so I'm hoping June is that nice little uh, pocket between Omarion and. Uh, Pokemon. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I feel like the middle of May is going to be a new surge and they're going to have to postpone this thing again. We'll see. We'll see. Yikes. But it's been how many years Wait, already? Who, who is many. still going to Howlercon? Because there aren't any more supernatural shows. Well, the, well, Howlercon has always been Teen Wolf. And so this was supposed, because of the 10-year reunion, it was supposed to be, like, one last howler for that. And then, um, of course, Corona hit, and they kept having to postpone it. They postponed it to 21, couldn't do it. Now they postpone it to 22. So that's why it's still happening. But I will be there in the front row. <laughs> and I have a meet and greet with Gage, because I am, for once and for all, going to get my uh sticky keys is always right badge with <laughs> the stuff about her and Cinqua, so i cannot wait can you imagine a world in which tyler posey isn't signed on to this movie and we assume tyler posey's not going to be in the movie for reasons and uh, Dylan O'Brien's not going to be in the movie for reasons, but they're still going to try to have a movie. Like, what do you think that does to the reputations <laughs> of the people who have already signed on? What reputation? <laughs> a. <laughs> well, Shelly doesn't care because she ruins everything that she's in, Listen. and she ruined Teen Wolf, so she's happy... I'm sure they'll give Shelly the leading role. She'll, it will be Teen Wolf, but it will be Shelly. Oh she's a wolf. Oh my now. god. And she'll be the main character, and she'll be running around Ugh. doing whatever it is that character did, because I didn't watch those seasons. She was in the house across the street from the girl in the window, that thing. Oh, she was in that? Yeah, and I was so I angry. I watched that, but now I don't want it. Well, she, she dies, so it's great, oh, that good. part. And she's only in there a little, except then they do have like a flashback episode, where they, but she's trash. Anyhow, um, still an enjoyable show. 
but um, someone someone wrote it to the blog today talking about, you know, maybe you answered this already, but is Shelly going to be in the movie? Because she, you know, has these other projects and she's going to, and I was like, I do not follow Shelly Henner. And I was like, post at the end. Like, how dare you? Cole's right. This movie, first off, ain't happening. But if it does happen, they're going to take some third tier character and make them the main. And I see, I can see it happening with Shelly. That's, I can see it happening with oh, Colton. I can, I can see it happening see with Colin. Oh, no, they won't give it to Colton. Because regardless of how much Colton thinks that Jeff Davis was his savior, Jeff does not like Colton. <laughs> like, like, he made you just the weirdest scenes ever. And then you didn't even get a goodbye. Like, this is the but series finale. You didn't even get a goodbye, homie. This movie's not happening. It's just not happening. You know, and I have I have a few friends that are extras and background workers, and I'm like, if you see anything about supernatural, about werewolves, about Teen Wolf, anything, tell me immediately. And so I've got ears on the ground, and they're like, no, I'll see them. What if it just just turns into like a one hour special? (laughs) I told you, indefinitely, they should make an animated movie. Oh, it should be a cartoon. And people would love that. That's the crazy thing. That might actually that be, would be successful. Fun. You wouldn't have to get people physically there. Yep. You can have everybody go to their nearest studio, yep. film some audio clips, email it over, GG. It's good. You won't even, exactly. need, the orig- you won't even need necessarily the original cast. You can get yep. voice actors to voice these characters. You can, but I mean, it's still, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's still like that's what people are gonna want, right? Yeah. But yes, you, you are correct. Like you don't have to get the originals. It's still one of those things where it's like you can kind of push the original cast a little bit more to say, like, hey, like you don't have to come in. You can do this like kind of on your own thing. Like just get us this. It's funny because a lot of people, of course, just assume like, uh, says you don't want the Teen Wolf movie to happen and blah blah blah. And it's like it's never no. been an issue of not wanting the movie because I think that that could be a cool idea. Problem is Jeff Davis. He was, is, and always will be the problem. I don't trust him. He has not done anything <laughs> with any real follow through where you can say from beginning to end this is going to be an enjoyable experience. He is I mean, way is- too petty. Even the spinoffs that he tried to go with, with while Teen Wolf was popular, didn't take off. Yep. Because remember, Posey was supposed to be in Let the Right One In. And immediately, people were like, um, no, you are not going to handle this well. And there's got to be something very uh, demoralizing about being told as a gay man in the LGBTQ community that you will not handle that movie well. <laughs> like they already know. They already knew you are going to mess this up. Because everybody knows he was friends with Brian Singer. Everybody's like, no, no, thank you. You know who's also gone quiet? Y'all remember that boy um, that was saying that he was at the sex parties with Tyler Posey and uh, and Tyler Hecklin? And like, anytime those companies be like, oh, you're just looking for clout. But that boy went dead silent. And I said, someone got paid. 
<laughs> or he got disappeared. <laughs> he got one or the other. He either got paid or he got disappeared. <laughs> should we, should we do a wellness check? Like listen, like hey, little boy, how you doing? You still <laughs> hold up today's paper, homie. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I don't know, man. This I just I want someone to write the book. At this point, it might be Charmin. If we can get Charmin past his the emotional issues he has going on now, Wait, what what is happening with Mr. Charmin? I haven't seen not- hide nor tail of this man. He's got he a podcast, huh? Wait, Charmin was on Cursed, right? Because Cursed just got canceled. Oh yeah, but yeah, um, he was also on Venice, Venice, Venice. What's Medici. it called? I don't know how that show even got past Veni, the Veni, pilot Veni. episode. People love it. <laughs> I don't know. No say. Um, Sherman's out here pretending he was never on Team Wolf. He really is. He really is. And it is fabulous. Um, He has a podcast. And it's all about wellness. And all this other stuff. And he just goes on there and cries. And talks about his life. And you're just like. Like okay Sherman. Like, like, let me give you a hug, babe. It's wild. I don't crying with Isaac. I don't know. Hold on, let me find. (laughs) I mean, like, okay, two lads podcast. Oh yeah, two lads. Yes, two lads. Yeah, that podcast. But yeah, yeah, that's what's about him and the other dude just like get all their toxic masculinity out, screaming and crying. Yes, because so they did a live before it went. The, you know, Good before we went live, and he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this live." And I was watching the live, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I like to practice transcendental meditation, and I go down into a downward dog, and then I release through my." And I was like, "Okay," <laughs> I was like, "All right, <laughs> all right, Danny Dan." <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Grayson, how have they not figured out if you just go to therapy? They are starting podcasts instead of going to therapy. Like, come on now. Yeah, after the um, after the Cinqua news, I was like, how come everyone in this cast is either gay or terrible? <laughs> like, there is just no in between. <laughs> I was like, Dylan really was the diamond in the rough because of what happened. <laughs> Apparently, it's, I don't know if it's true, true, but um, Adelaide and her, her Martha Boo, I think they broke up. Now, it could be, so I know Adelaide thought she had the Omicron, and so she might just be isolating, but a lot of times they'll still comment on each other and that kind of thing, and all that has stopped, so. But I feel like she would have deleted the TikTok videos if they had broken up. I and know. even if it wasn't her, I feel like the other girl at least would have. Yeah, no, the other girl. Or maybe hasn't. not because Adelaide. Yeah. It's a nice. They're cute, and maybe they're they were, maybe they, they broke up as cute. friends. If they broke up, I don't know. But I was like, okay, Martha. So, <laughs> Godspeed for Adelaide. Yeah. So. Maybe- Maybe they'll bring Gage in and bring Erica back to life. No. <laughs> you know what's funny? I couldn't stand Erica on the show. I didn't like Erica until fanfic. I love her. I, well, I mean, I like and in Erica even more, but... Mm-hmm. I know what you mean, though. Um, so, with that... It was I... so fun. She was the only character who had any kind of 
sexual chemistry mm-hmm. with Hecklin. Dylan O'Brien has chemistry Ooh. with on love female on screen female love interest. No, he don't have it in real life. All right, that's all I got, man. Uh, anyone have anything that they want to tell anyone about? How about you, Jess? Not working on anything right now. I still have my YouTube channel, so mm. if you're into books, come find me on um, Pros Tinted Glasses. Cute. Um, but in the meantime, please definitely watch uh, Friendly Space Ninjas video on Teen Wolf. <laughs> and okay. Friendly um, Space Ninja, awesome. He goes into um, how terrible the show is and how the show only has what I think 12, 13 good episodes out of the hundred that they made. And those of course are the styles and it gets to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at the video right now. Uh, so seasons one and two is from 12 minutes to 24 minutes. So 12 minutes on it. Season three is 24 minutes to 48 minutes. So 24 minutes on that seasons four, five and six are from 50 to an hour. So 10 minutes on three seasons. Ah! Yeah, I will go to bat for characters. I'll go to bat bat for uh, season five, but only because season four was so terrible. (laughs) So it's just like yikes. Guess are you on book talk? Yes, I am on Book Talk. <laughs> I am on TikTok posting about books. Cute. But um, I don't even know what happened in five and six. When Heckman left, I left. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I was done. Mm-hmm. She said, that's when I should have left. I still remember when everybody was like, no, Heckman didn't leave, leave. I'm like, no, Heckman left. Bounce. They had to use old footage from season one <laughs> of him running through the woods, which I don't know how they got it. <laughs> But no, when Hecklin left, when he gave his little nod to Styles in Mexico, I was like, "Thank you, I'm out too." Right, so. <laughs> it's a perfect ending. <laughs> right. Um, I um. Oh, okay. So uh, I will have. Uh, I'm supposed to have. Fingers crossed. I should have an article in the Advocate this month in the print Ooh. version. Yes. All right. Super excited. I interviewed John Cameron Mitchell about uh, the re-release of Short Bus and um, it was very fun. And so I got to write that up. I will also, uh, I also wrote the script for, there is a show on Reverie called Queer Classics. And uh, this, it's kind of like dinner in a movie where they show the movie and then in between you have little segments and that kind of thing. And so this uh, month we're doing The Watermelon Woman by Cheryl Dunier. Fantastic film, definitely worth the watch. But I got to do the interview with her and um, and I wrote the script for the segments, all the scripted segments and all that stuff. And very so nice. it was very, very fun. It was very challenging and it was something just brand new and I was very excited to get a chance to do it. So yeah, very excited. Thank you. Yay, congrats. Thank Yay. you. Oh, there's too you much going on. Yeah. Carpenter, I know. I was like, wait, no, no, that ain't right, that ain't right, that ain't right. No, let me rewind, rewind, put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. All right, y'all have a great rest of your night. Say good night, Cole. Good night.
Good night, guys. Yay, say good night, Ethan. <laughs> good night, everybody. Say good night, Jess. Good night, everyone. Say good night, Philip. Good night, everybody. Yay, good night, everybody. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Sicky, write me an excuse for work. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> Bye.